He was a traffic cop in the old Soviet Union. But then losing his job in Siberia, he proclaimed his name was really Jesus, and he founded a messianic cult. Now he's been arrested. The Russian attorney general is dissolving the organization. In modern times, there's been a rash of self-proclaimed messiahs. The one I just mentioned claiming to be Jesus returning to earth in Siberia. It's also happened in the Philippines and in Japan. The one in Siberia was arrested as Russian secret police, the FSB, swept in with helicopters and plain-clothed officers to detain him. This comes in the middle of this year's highest holy days for Jews, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. The true Messiah, the real Jesus, I believe, has left the earth and promised when he returns to set up his kingdom, the whole earth will know it, and every knee from every nation will bow. Maranatha, come quickly. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story. No, the greatest story. That's all about Jesus. And we're launching a new series this week called The Chosen. Ever wondered what it was like to be a shepherd in the first century? What about a fisherman or a tax collector or just a woman in first century Palestine? All of these people were often considered outsiders in the Jewish world that Jesus came into. Wouldn't it be interesting if we knew them better so we could appreciate how Jesus transformed their lives? Well, in our series this week, that's what we hope to do. Take some time to get to know key people in the life and ministry of Jesus. And I think you'll find that we all have something in common with them. In these next minutes, we're going to look at the life of the shepherds that the angels came to long ago in the countryside outside Bethlehem. And we'll also meet up with the creator of a new TV series called The Chosen, who uses some holy imagination to tell the story of one shepherd and how his life was changed when he met Jesus the night that he was born. While I was making it, I just thought there's never actually been a multi-season show about the life of Christ. There's been movies, there's been miniseries, but never a multi-season show. And the thing about multi-season shows that most people love is the characters. You can follow them from year to year and really dig into the backstories of their lives and get to really connect with them. And that's never been done before. Dallas Jenkins will be back with us in a few minutes to talk about his new program called The Chosen. You know, some are saying we're living in the golden age of television streaming. There are so many TV series out today on services like Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Disney+. Plus. But as you already know, so much of the content is unwatchable, filled with highly questionable material. And that's why I was so grateful when we discovered the Chosen TV series, which looks at the lives of key people in the life of Jesus before they met him. As you watch, you'll often find your own story in their lives and be moved with gratitude that Jesus has called you his own. The show is well produced, and it's a great way to start discussions about Jesus with those you love who are struggling with their faith right now. After the program, I'd like to send you the entire first season of The Chosen, all eight episodes, and our number you can call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or, even better, go to our website, watch some of the clips from the show that we have there, and then you can make your gift and ask for the DVD collection. 
Our website is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Now let's get the program started with Darlene Check. Yeah. 
probably the best known song she ever recorded, Worthy is the Lamb, by Darlene Check, here on Haven Today, and a series this week called The Chosen. And before we go to the scriptures today, found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, I'd like you to hear from the creator and director of the new TV show called The Chosen. Dallas Jenkins is his name, and yes, he's one of the sons of the co-creator of the Left Behind series. Recently, I heard Dallas share with NRB TV how the Lord used a major defeat in his life to inspire him to launch The Chosen. I was coming off of the biggest career disappointment of my life uh, when my movie, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone, failed at the box office in early 2017. And I was a director with an uncertain future. And so I poured myself into a short film for my church about the birth of Christ from the perspective of the shepherds. And it's something that I've been wanting to do for a little while. And now I had time to do it. I was, I, I was working for my church at the time. So I made this short film, shot it on my friend's farm, 20 minutes from me in Illinois here. And it was an 18 minute short and it was, it, it, it showed the lives of the shepherds that morning. And, 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 and then as they uh, kind of were trying to sell, they were trying to sell lambs for sacrifice in the, in the marketplace. And then they went back to the fields that night and, gathered around the campfire and telling jokes and, and kind of their interpersonal relationships. And then, and then the, the angels appear. And so in that 18 minute short film, while I was making it, I thought, man, I feel like I am learning more and, and, and connecting more with the birth of Christ than any depiction that I've seen just in this 18 minutes, because we're, we're, we're telling that same story, but just from a different perspective. And, while I was making it, I was also binge watching lots of shows like I do with my wife. And, and I just thought there's never actually been a multi-season show about the life of Christ. There's been movies, there's been miniseries, but never a multi-season show. And the thing about multi-season shows that most people love is the characters. You can follow them from year to year and really dig into the backstories of, of, of the scenes and, and of, their, of their lives and, and get, to, get to really connect with them. And that's never been done before with, with the stories of the Gospels. And so that's kind of where the idea came from. And then that short film, very long story short, ended up, uh, it was originally intended just for my church, but it ended up going viral on social media and was the catalyst to raise money for this season one of The Chosen. And 19,000 people around the world crowdfunded it to the tune of $10 million, which shattered the all-time crowdfunding record. And it just reflected how Two things. One, how clearly of an there was an appetite for something like this. But two, um, that short film, I think, just really resonated with people. I mean, people talked about how their hearts just felt overwhelmed when they watched it, and and that made them compelled them to want to be involved. And uh, and I think I think it's because of that concept of same stories. You're not changing anything. We're not we're not we don't have an agenda. We're not trying to rewrite the Bible. Your Bible is still the same, even though the Chosen has come out now. Um, but that short film. Um, seeing this story from a different perspective just unlocked things for people. And when people watch season one of The Chosen, um, they talk all the time about, uh, they tell us every day from around the world that it feels like their eyes have been opened, that they're seeing Jesus in this fresh and vibrant way uh, that they haven't before. And, um, and I think that has something to do with the fact that we can explore these stories in, in a unique way. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. That was Dallas Jenkins, the creator and director of The Chosen TV series, with our friends at NRB Live, I think you'll find his approach quite intriguing. Telling the biblical story of Jesus from the perspective of different people who met him and were never the same again. You'll get the backstory of Peter 
Mary, Nicodemus, and even a shepherd. What were they like? How did they live? And so, starting with the shepherds who met Jesus as a baby, Dallas wants us to see who they are and connect with their stories. I'd like you to hear just a short segment from his pilot program called The Shepherd. We meet a young shepherd who has an obvious deformity to one of his legs. He walks with a limp and a cane. He's dirty and tattered like most shepherds would have been. And he takes a lamb to the temple for sacrifice. But first, it must be inspected by a priest. Teacher, I have a question about the Messiah. I've studied Torah every day. A shepherd wants to learn. Yes. Do you believe the Messiah will set us free from the occupation? Yes, he will make a great military leader. Are you sure? Because last Shabbat, the priest read from Prophet Ezekiel, and he did not say... How dare you? I'm sorry, teacher. He is obsessed. He brought this animal? I said spotless. Spotless? Yes. These are for righteous men. For the perfect sacrifice. Very sorry. Very sorry. Very sorry. You wonder why the Messiah hasn't come? People like you keeping him away with your stains. If you come back here without a perfect lamb, I will banish you all from the marketplace. Now, come, come. A scene from the TV series called The Chosen. In it, we meet a shepherd who presented a lamb to the priest for sacrifice. But there was a problem. It wasn't spotless. As anyone who knows the Old Testament, the lamb had to be spotless. But this little scene sets up a powerful encounter with Jesus. And we'll come back to this shepherd and priest a little later. Anytime I think of shepherds, I'm taken back to the Bethlehem Hills. They're in Israel today. Just outside the city is where the shepherds tended their flocks. And it's probably where Mary and Joseph were forced to go when they couldn't find room in the village to welcome baby Jesus into the world. Back then, there was no Hampton Inn, in or outside of Bethlehem. It wasn't that luxurious. And when they were told there was no room, they had nowhere to go. But right outside the city, in the hills where the shepherds tended sheep, there were caves where they kept the sheep safe. The shepherds used these caves for their flocks. And if you ever visit Israel, this is one of the things you need to do. Go into those Bethlehem hills. Walk inside one of those caves. Crawl in it. And at first, it's a little eerie. It's dark. And no two caves are the same because they're not made by mankind. It can be a little frightening to think what might be waiting for you. But once you enter, you get a sense of peace. You realize the outside world can't really threaten you here. It's safe. And it brings to life the idea that the Lord is our refuge, the cleft in the rock where we can hide ourselves from certain danger. And all those years ago, when Mary and Joseph were desperate to find a place to birth their son, this would have been a welcome place when no other place could be found. Even in his birth, God the Father was protecting God the Son until the right moment. But what must it have been like for those shepherds in that field all those years ago? Here they were, tending their flocks one night, keeping watch for predators or bandits that might threaten their safety. And then all of a sudden, it happened. There in the darkness, the glory of the Lord 
broke through. An angel of the Lord appeared. And Luke tells us that the shepherds were terrified. Who wouldn't be? But these shepherds, especially. Nighttime is when they had to be on the highest alert. This was when the flock was most vulnerable. Any sudden movement, any outside noise would send the shepherd into a protection mode. Of course, they were terrified when light suddenly flooded the field. It was nighttime. It was the kind of thing that could only be explained supernaturally. Flashlights and flash photography had not been invented. Was this burst of light for good, or was it for evil? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. That's what the angel said. And the shepherds were astounded. What would you do? How would you feel? Try to imagine yourself where they were. Shepherds were not beloved in their communities. They were outcasts. And as we talked about a little earlier, they were essentially cogs in a religious system, providing the lambs and sheep for sacrifice by the priests. But the Lord chose to reveal the birth of Jesus, the Christ, to them first. He went to shepherds. It's one more reminder that the Lord stoops low to take care of the marginalized and the outcast in our world. It's not the powerful and the influential that he sought out. It was the weak, the forgotten. That's good news for us. And it was good news for them. And they rushed to find the Christ. And they found him lying in a manger, most likely in one of those caves, in those hills surrounding Bethlehem. What a moment. A shepherd, forgotten by his community, was the first to meet the good shepherd, Jesus Christ the Savior in the city of David, laying eyes on the Christ for the first time, changed these shepherds radically. Luke tells us in his gospel that they began telling everyone around them what they had seen and what they had heard. They became missionaries of Christ while Christ was still a baby. They were brought to a place of worship because they knew this baby was going to save them from their sins. It leads me back to the scene from The Chosen. The shepherds who were told by the priest not to come back to Bethlehem are out on the streets telling everyone that the Messiah had been born. And in the TV show called The Chosen, the shepherd bumps into the priest again. You! I told you not to come back here. So where is it? Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice? I wish you could see the pleasant smile on the shepherd's face when the priest asked him, Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice now? Had he ever. The shepherd had met the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus, the chosen sacrifice, the one who gave up all he had to save us. You can't meet him and not be changed. It happened to shepherds all those years ago. And it still happens today. Trust in Christ Jesus. Place your faith in Him. And watch Him change you from the inside out. Your only Son, no sin to hide, but you have said.
a song of Christian praise from several years back, Twyla Paris and Lamb of God here on Haven Today and our program in a series called The Chosen. Earlier, you heard a couple of excerpts from The Chosen TV series, and we also heard from Dallas Jenkins, who created the show. It's been a long time since I've come across something like this. For this past many months, I've met so many people who've asked me if I'd seen The Chosen. My wife actually has watched the entire first season, and she kept telling me about it. And finally, I sat down to watch it and was so impressed with the unique perspective. You really connect with the shepherd we met earlier in the program. And you'll connect with other characters, Peter, Matthew, Nicodemus, and even the woman at the well. Who were they? What were they like? before they met Jesus. As you watch all eight episodes of this first season of The Chosen, you and those around you will experience the life and ministry of Jesus in a fresh and vibrant way. So, for your generous gift to this listener-supported ministry, I'd like to send you Season 1 of The Chosen on DVD. You just need to call us right now. We'll take your call at 800 6 5-4-28-36. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go watch some of the clips from the series when you visit our website. And after you're finished, you can make your gift and we'll get the DVD on its way to you at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And not to forget, we still have Prom Praise, a festival of hope the DVD featuring some of the most inspiring worship music I've ever enjoyed for your gift to the ministry. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for starting this week with me. Would you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the greatest story? It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. If you're going to spend any time in the desert, here's a helpful tip. Scorpions come out in the dark, and they'll be invisible to you unless you have a black light. Because under ultraviolet light, a scorpion glows iridescent green. You know, sometimes we think sin is like that. We think it's invisible. Maybe others can't see it. Maybe even we can't see it. But as Ephesians 5.13 tells us, everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. In other words, not only does the light of Christ expose everything it touches, that same light has the power to transform you and me into lights that reflect His glory. You can get Anchor Devotional in print at getanchor.com.